Moments of Encounter is a weekly live broadcast brought to you by Calvary Revival Labels through God's servant Chidebele Odeze. The teachings are focused on building the church and raising men that will do exploits in this end time. This message and many more can be downloaded from our website www.calvarywayonline.org or our Facebook and Telegram pages at Calvary Way Revival Labels. May you have a life-changing encounter as you listen. As his name, give him praise. Thank him for the gift of life. Thank him for the opportunity to gather again to learn at his feet this evening. Father, we are very, very grateful to you. We are very, very grateful to you. For it is because of you that we are in Christ Jesus. And he has become for us wisdom from God. He has become our sanctification. He has become our righteousness. He has become our redemption. He has become the solid rock. Thank you for the moment of encounter this evening. As we have prayed, we are looking up to you. It is only you that can encounter us. It is not an encounter with man. It is an encounter with God. We want an encounter with you, oh God. Even this evening. Because that every one of us that are gathered here this evening and those that are connected to us from far and near places that we will encounter you again this evening and it is an encounter that testimonies will follow in the name of Jesus Christ let our hearts be prepared to receive your word. May your word bring transformation in our lives. Grant us grace to be doers of your word, even as we hear this evening. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Now today, the topic we are looking at still under the team, the overcoming faith, is the profession of our faith. I would like us to start from the passage we read last week where we are looking at full assurance of faith. Hebrews chapter 10. Turn your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 10. We read from verse 19 to verse 23. And I would like us to read it again. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he has consecrated for us through the veil that is to say his flesh, and having an high priest over the house of God, 
let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water verse 23 let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering for he is faithful that promised and let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works if you are holding king james like myself you will observe that there are three let us one of them is in verse 22 let us draw near with a true heart of true heart in full assurance of faith that's what we looked at last week full assurance of faith the second let us is in verse 23 let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering and that is where we are going to be dwelling today now what we need to remember is that when we are defining faith we define faith as believing the word of god confessing the word of god and acting the word of god that is already giving us a picture that faith has these three aspects you must believe the word but that's not enough you must also confess the word so when we are talking about profession the word profession means confession in this context we are to hold fast the confession of our faith without wavering if you check that with the new king james version new king james version put it confession so and we know what confession is when we say we are confessing our faith we are stating or declaring what we believe confession means stating what you believe declaring something that you know to be true proclaiming a truth that you have accepted wholeheartedly there is no faith without confession because confession is one way one major way faith expresses itself now in romans chapter 10 we also read it last week Romans chapter 10 verse 10 to 8 to 10 He said That what saith it The word is near thee Even in your mouth and in thy heart And that is the word of faith That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth The Lord Jesus And shalt believe in thy heart That God has raised him from the dead Thou shalt be saved Verse 10 for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation so you can see that the two believing with the heart and the confessing with the mouth are major components of faith when you say you have believed with your heart and you are not confessing what you believe with your mouth the truth is that you have not had faith and what you are confessing with your mouth 
must correspond with what you believe in your heart for that to be faith because sometimes you see people say they believe that they believe the word of God somebody say I believe that by his stripes I am healed but he is still confessing that he is sick how can your heart believe that you are healed and your mouth is confessing that you are sick that is not yet faith faith is the same thing that you are believing with your heart is what you are confessing with your mouth now look at that verse 10 for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation that's for salvation faith what about faith for divine prosperity with the heart we believe the covenant and promises of God for our prosperity and with the mouth confession is made unto divine prosperity if you say you are believing God that you are going to prosper as your soul prospered and you are still confessing poverty the truth is that you will not prosper again we have talked about divine health divine protection when you, you, you believe with your heart that based on the finished works of Christ you are protected but you are still confessing fear you are still confessing you are not confessing protection you are still confessing fear then you don't really have faith so what we are saying is that what you believe in your heart must correspond with what you are confessing with your mouth for out of the abundance of the heart Jesus said the mouth uh, speaks out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks you see that in Matthew 12 34 check uh, one more verse on this our preamble 2nd Corinthians chapter 4 2nd Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13 we having the same spirit of faith according as it is written I believe and therefore have I spoken we also believe and therefore speak having the same spirit of faith as it is written I believe and therefore I have spoken we also we believe and therefore we speak brother Paul was quoting uh, David in Psalm 116 verse 9 and 10 where David said that I am going to live in the land of the living I'm going to live in the land of the living testifying of the goodness of God and then that was verse 9 and then in verse 10 he said it is because I believe what I said that is why I said I said it with my mouth so it is actually the spirit of faith the law of faith is not complete until there is believing aspect with the heart and a speaking aspect with the mouth amen so why is confession of our faith important 
Why is it important that we confess our faith? I want us to read Mark chapter 11 as we try to answer that question. Mark 11 verse 20, 22 And Jesus answered, said unto them, Have faith in God. What happened in this passage is Jesus cursed a fig tree and the fig tree dried overnight. And the disciples were wondering, How? And Jesus said, have faith in God for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass he shall have whatsoever he said can you pay attention to that last part of it? He said, He shall have whatsoever he said. Whosoever, including you, when, whenever the Bible uses the word whosoever, you need to take note that anybody is part of it. Whosoever that shall say unto this mountain, you don't you know, see a mountain and you are looking at the mountain or you are wishing that the mountain should move you must talk to the mountain that is the power of speaking and then shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that whatsoever he said shall come to pass he has spoken to the mountain he believed that what he said will come to pass Jesus said he shall have whatsoever he said. To me, that is one of the most powerful statements in the Bible. You shall have whatsoever you say. That is the power of the spoken word. That people always have what they say. I, I want you to think about it for a while. How did God create the world? God will speak and say, Let there be light. And God will have what, uh, whatsoever he did what? He said. I don't know whether you are getting that. Faith is bringing you into the same page with God. He said, When you have faith in God, when you have the, the God kind of faith, then your words becomes creative. Whatsoever you say, you will have it. And the truth is that whatever you are today and whatever you have today, whether you know it or not, whether you believe it or not, is actually what you spoke yesterday. Eh? Where you are in life now is as a result of what you have been saying with your mouth. The Bible said in Proverbs chapter 6 verse 2 Thou art ensnared by the word of your mouth And with the word of your mouth you are taken You are arrested There are demons that are waiting for every negative confession That comes out of your mouth The moment you spoke it out Those demons 
they will go into action they say yes he has spoken now what are we waiting for let us go into action in the same way if you are a child of god that have faith in god there are angels that are always waiting for every word of faith that you you spoke out as long as there is no doubt in your heart the angels will go ahead to execute what you have said and bring it to pass that is why if you are a child of god you cannot be careless with your confession our confession of faith our confession of what we believe is so powerful that 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 it can alter your destiny it can take you to where you never imagined as long as you believe amen proverbs chapter 18 21 said that death and life are in the power of the tongue what is the meaning of that eh? whatever you say you, your word can 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 bring life to you and your word can cause death to you whether physical death or spiritual death so the first reason why we must pursue confession of our faith is that the confession of our faith is the key to supernatural manifestations do you know that the way miracles happen is not because you are holding somebody that is sick or somebody that you know no it is just by word you know some of us until you come to understand what declaration or confession is if you check anywhere that jesus healed the sick in the bible you will never see where jesus prayed for the sick he never prayed for the sick where he raised the dead he never prayed for the dead to come up he only speak to the sick he always speak to the situation that is the confession you know for us many of us you need to understand the difference between praying and confessing if you don't understand the confession or the profession of your faith you will be operating at the level of praying when you meet a mountain instead of you to speak to the mountain i hear you begin to pray and say oh god please now by your spirit by your power cause this mountain cause this obstacle cause these uh, hindrances to be removed from my way no you don't pray to mountain you don't pray to god about mountain when you understand the realm of the supernatural and how to operate in the supernatural the operation in the supernatural is by the word of your mouth by by speaking by confession of your faith when you see a situation that is challenging your life when you see storms around your life you don't start praying you speak to the situation you command the situation to obey amen that is how and you know why important um, how important the confession of our faith is because at that level at that point that's why some of us you wonder why you pray some prayers and they are not answered the reason is that you are not supposed to pray about the matter you are supposed to speak you are supposed to talk to the mountain 
that is where the confession of your faith is supposed to get into action and when you speak to that situation you see the situation you know let me give you some illustration about let me use divine health for example you know there are sometimes I believe the word of God that by his stripes I'm healed now because I believe that scripture now when I see a situation or symptoms that are not in line with that word trying to come up in my body I don't start praying and say God what am I seeing Shabi, you say I am healed no I already know that I am healed what do I do to this strange growth to this strange symptom this lie of the devil I speak to the mountain get away from this place because based on my faith you are not supposed to be here based on my faith that I am healed by his stripes this mountain cannot be here you address situations you speak to obstacles to give way you speak to storms that are some of us now you are passing through hardship you are passing through storms of life and I see you praying and saying oh God when we this storm of life you know and all of that let me tell you you will pray 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 the storm will increase haven't you read how Jesus dealt with storm when Jesus was faced with storm what how did he how did he handle storm did he begin to pray to God and say oh God please come and uh, no the Bible says he rose up and spoke to the wind he spoke to the wind because the wind has ear he spoke to the sea because the sea can hear for a man that is operating in the supernatural confession of the faith is the way of life now you will, you will be speaking to the situation every situation because you know that they have ear and they hear they respond and they I have seen them respond somebody is stepping out of miserable prayer today to confession of faith to address situations in your life and around your life in the name of Jesus Christ confession of our faith is so important because whatever you say is what you will have some of you say that we don't understand what is happening in Nigeria it's like we are finished in this nation do you know that the moment you say we are finished that is when you are finished that thing you confess will come satanic angels will come and you know execute your finishing because you have confessed that you are finished in Nigeria me I, I am not finished in Nigeria I am blossoming in Nigeria I am going higher and higher greater and greater in Nigeria I don't know about you you will have whatever you say you don't want to start talking now whatever you say is what you will have concerning your future whatever you say is what you have concerning your protection I, I don't know whether you are getting me you don't fear situations because you have faith in God Jesus said have faith in God when you have faith in God 
you shall say to this mountain you shall say to this challenging situation you shall speak to this your condition that is looking so so bad you shall address the situation of your family that is frustrating command them talk to them that is the profession of our faith you don't pray when you come to the things to pray about when you come to intercession interceding for sinners to repent you know praying for revival and all of that that's where you can pray but when you face troubles of life situations of life excuse me speak to them because you will have whatsoever you say why is confession of our faith so important confession of our faith saves us from telling lies eh? <laughs> if you read first peter chapter 3 first peter chapter 3 verse 10 to 11 said if you want to if you want to have life eh? and uh, First Peter 3 verse 10 to 12. Say, For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. That verse is very important to us now. You love life. Do you love life? And you want to have good days. Eh? What are you supposed to do from that verse? Let him reframe his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no lie. What is a lie? A lie is anything that is not in line with the word of God. John 17, 17 said, Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. When you confess the word of God, you are confessing the truth. When you are confessing your feelings that is not in line with the word of God, you are confessing a lie. And I don't know whether you are going to see good days. When you are confessing your dreams that are not in line with the word of God, you are confessing lies. My advice to believers is that when you have a bad dream, Eh? don't confess it cancel it I normally cancel bad dreams with one, one line one sentence I cancel this bad dream in the name of Jesus Christ and that is how it is cancelled I don't need to talk again you know there are some of us you, you have read books on dreams and interpretation and you know those things are guiding your your life and then you see they say when you see a, 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 a reptile in the dream it means this one when you see a, a, a spider in the dream it means this one when you see yourself in the nursery school maybe you are in the university it means backwardness let me tell you when you are believing those things I wonder where you are getting them from is it from the bible those things you are getting and interpreting is it from the bible 
even if you feel that what you are thinking is correct and you don't like the dream stop playing around dream cancel your dream and move ahead when you have good dreams that are in line with the word of God then speak out confess and declare that this dream must come to pass otherwise you will be telling lies eh? let, me, let me give you an illustration sorry I am using health for more of your examples there are several other examples but you know the bible said that by his stripes we are healed eh? now when you are confessing by his stripes I am healed you are saying the truth because that is the word of God that you are confessing isn't it now but when you are saying I am having headache eh? what are you saying now you are not talking what are you saying you are telling lies how do I know because the bible has said that you are healed so what are you supposed to do believe the word and confess the word don't confess your feelings that your feelings are never true until you confess it oh no you didn't get me now I need to repeat what I said that thing you are feeling like headache is not yet true until you accept it by saying it's like I am having headache in fact this is not it's like it is headache the moment you say that the spirit behind headache will say yes can you see that he has accepted us let us now give him the, the next level of headache but when you refuse to acknowledge the lie one brother told me that he, he, he will not be able to come for a meeting I said you must choose between the truth and the lie I said is either God is, God is saying the truth or you are saying the truth because both of you cannot be telling the truth at the same time are you getting that the word of God is the truth I got a call from a sister some time ago that she is sick and that she's in the hospital I drove to the hospital got to her uh, ward close to her bed and I said to her sister I didn't come to pray for you I came to show you that the word of God said that you are not sick I said look at what God said he said that you are healed by his stripes and before we finish she went for her discharge right there right there she was discharged she got no prayer how does it work you must believe the word and confess the word you must divorce any doubt any fear any vision any lab test result any situation of things circumstances surrounding the situation as long as they are contrary to the word of God when you open your mouth and say I don't have money the moment you say I don't have money do you know what will happen to you the spirit of poverty will pursue you the, the truth is that <laughs> you have money you say my God shall supply all my needs according to what 
not according to what you have in your pocket. That is the way we have problem because it's not only in the health aspect. Our problem is our mouth. We confess the situation. You confess the circumstance. Hey, they have brought the leper be. Hey, our house rent is due. And you are troubled. You are worried. And the next thing, you begin to confess. As you are confessing, you will see the situation getting established. But when you see those negative things and refuse to confess them, confess the word of God. Don't confess once. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not what? Why? Because he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He restores my soul. He is leading me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I shall fear how many evil? I shall fear no evil. Don't confess your feelings. Don't confess your, 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 your circumstance, your situation. Confess the word of God. Somebody is getting out of negative confession today in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible said that God cannot lie. The Bible said that he that promise is faithful. Eh? Just recently, one of my uh, children was not you know, well. And I went to pray. I said to God, your word said that I shall serve you and you shall take sickness away from me. That's Exodus 23, um, 25 and 26. I said, Lord, why is it that I am serving you and you have not taken sickness away from this child? And the Lord said to me, as I was praying, I was like, what is it? Am I not serving you? And God said, please shake very well whether you are serving me. Because if you are serving me, just know that I have taken away sickness from your midst. Do you understand that? He said that the problem can never be from his side. That he can never promise without fulfilling what he has promised. That I should just shake whether I am serving him. So I stopped the prayer. I began to shake. Am I serving God? And by the time I finished shaking, I, con- I concluded that I am serving God. And then I said, no more sickness in, in my midst. Because God has what? Taking it away. They say, what about this boy? He's sick. I say, excuse me. My boy is, no, is not sick. How do I know? Not because of the feeling or whether he's uh, feeling hot or cold. That is not the issue now. The issue is that I am serving the Lord. And the Lord has what? He has taken away sickness from my midst. He's not here anymore. He's gone. God is faithful and his word is truth. So we must learn to confess our faith. Don't say you believe, I believe I will prosper. But you are still confessing lack. You are still confessing poverty. Another reason why we must, you know, 
confess our faith is that confession of our faith validates our faith it it strengthens our faith you will always know whether what you believe is correct by what you are confessing so you are confessing will validate what you say you believe when a man confesses his faith the truth is that there is always a strength from that confession that flows to his heart the more you confess your faith the stronger your heart becomes David knew that very very well so when he was facing Goliath David first of all confessed his faith to himself he said he was like who is this uncircumcised Philistine he was he was asking that we defy the armies of the living God you know as he was talking and confessing it Saul heard about it they brought him before Saul he confessed his faith before Saul and when he faced Goliath he confessed his faith before Goliath and the truth is that he conquered so when you confess your faith your faith will get strengthened you will become stronger confession of faith makes your faith to become stronger but when you say you have faith and you are confessing the opposite even the little one like the mustard seed you have will vanish the woman with the issue of blood before she ever came to Jesus she spoke to herself she confessed her faith she said this particular program I'm going eh? I don't know how many people will attend that program but if I will ever touch the hem of his garment I shall be made whole the Bible says he spoke to herself she believed that and she say it I say speak it out don't just say I believe what are you believing God that he will do in your life even in, in the moment of encounter we are now some of us you didn't pray before you join us you didn't speak and say like the woman of um, with the issue of blood that if I will hear his word this evening I must be shifted from where I am to where I'm supposed to be that was why her touch became a different touch from every other touch that you know was coming to Jesus her touch began to draw power because she believed and has spoken out her faith is a principle learn to speak out your faith what do you believe say it eh? what do you believe say it with your mouth confess it don't let it be going on in your in your in your heart in your mind there are a lot of noises in the mind the devil raises noises of you know confusion doubt and fears when you speak forth your faith it, it silences several things that are going on in your heart so learn to confess and remember that your faith must be in line with the word of God amen Conf- confession of our faith glorifies God and moves God into action whenever you are talking about God and what God is doing or what God has done 
the truth is that you are glorifying God. Whenever you are confessing the word of God, you are glorifying God. But many of us, we prefer confessing the devil. We prefer confessing what the devil has done. What the people of the kingdom of darkness have done. As you are confessing that thing that the devil has done, the truth is that you are glorifying the devil. There are some people that they have mastered the names of demons. Demons that are in level 999. They know all their names. Demons that are in level 14, 14, 14. They know all their names. The ones in level 21, 21, 21. They know all their names. And you see them confessing. Any little thing, they will shout the blood of Jesus. Out of fear, not even out of um, faith. They are just too conscious of demon because what you, whatever you are confessing will always be around you. If you are confessing Satan and demons, always, they will always be around you. But when you are confessing God, confessing what God has done, confessing what God is doing, then you will see yourself, you know, receiving more and more work or works and, you know, testimonies from God. Even if negative things are happening around you, don't confess them. Like the situation in our country now. You see somebody may begin to say, eh, not even not only in our country. They say, yeah, they are retrenching people and all of that. There are a lot of uh, you know poverty will soon set in. This one, let me tell you. What what for you yourself, what do you believe? What do you believe? Do you believe that you will lose your job? If yes, then confess it. But when you are confessing that people are losing their job, the truth is that you may lose your own. Eh? Confess the word. Confess what you believe. So if, if, you, if, you, if you want to confess your faith now, say that I'm going to have double promotion now. Whether people are losing their job or not, that's not your own. Your own is that you are going to have double promotion. You will have whatsoever you say. So I say that, especially some young graduates that just finished youth service, and they are saying this one that people are losing their job. I beg, make I go and rest. I don't think I will even need to apply again. Eh? I, there's no hope again. Look at what you are saying with your mouth. As you say it, so so let it be. As you are confessing, the devil is saying, "Amen." The devil by your side is saying, "Amen." If you are a man of faith, a woman of faith, you will tell yourself, COVID-19 or, or not, situation, retraction of workers or not, I am getting my, my job. The job that God spoke to me about, my destiny that God spoke to me about will not be truncated. There are some people that are championing negative predictions and prophecies now. They say Jesus appeared to them and told them that the other person is the mark of the beast. The other person is the beast. The other person is uh, this one. And uh, uh, the world has ended. Creating fear in people's hearts. Is that the gospel that they should go and preach? Is that the soul that they should go and win? Didn't my master tell me to occupy it he come? What is your business in releasing dream? I don't know where they are getting... Whether they have dream or not, or they, they want to be popular, I don't know. 
What are you confessing? Eh? If God has spoken to you great things about your life and you are hanging on it, do you know that for the sake of your faith, God can turn things around? But when you begin to see, oh my God, you know, some of us don't understand what we are talking about. A student was confessing that he will never fail a course. And the result came out and they, they told him that you failed. He said, it cannot be him. They said, no, we saw your name, we saw F. He said, it cannot be him. The young man went to the dashboard where they tested the result, saw his name, saw F, and said, this is not me. This is not my score. And went away. Within two weeks, the management announced that that result has fault. They withdrew the result and brought out another result. And he passed, the, that, he, he passed in the second one. If it is you, where you see, where you see F, what will you say? You say, ah, that God has failed me. But this thing was coming to my mind before, as I was praying and believing God, something was just asking me, what if you have F? Ah, so this voice that was telling me is actually the voice of, it's not true. Do you know that jump result will come out, and you see that you scored, one, let's say, 164. You don't, you are not under obligation to accept it. You can say this is not my result. I know if you know your result and you know what you wrote and what God is telling you about, stand on it and confess it. If you are, if you don't doubt, your confession will overrun situation. See, let me tell you, the Bible said that God called those things that be not as though they were. He raises the dead. And Jesus is saying that you can do the same thing with your mouth if you do not doubt in your heart. By confession. You begin to operate in the realm of God. Let me be honest with us. It is at the, at the level of confession of faith that many of us normally fail in the journey of faith. That is the truth. It is at this level. Because the situations will be over, overwhelming. And your neighbor will come and say, hmm, Did you hear the one I'm hearing? Eh? They say that this one is happening, you know, and the next thing is, Eh? Make I go and do this one to prevent it. You already healed him. You already succumbed him. I was on phone call just recently, and one of the lecturers was, you know, was saying, Hey, this one they have not paid our salary. This one, you know, are you sure that this one will happen? And all of that. I say they will pay your salary. They will pay it. The moment I say they will pay it, she said, Oh no. So you can see that, you know, some of us, if it is some of us, and as brother say, Are you sure they will pay? Me, I don't know. I don't know whether they will still pay this country. Now, wow, the country will become a war for you. Because you have confessed that this country it is what you and war. Now war. Some people that used to say Nawa for Wayek. Ask them how many times they write they, they, they wrote Wayek. Nawa for Wayek. And you join them to confess. Amen. Now, what are the things that hinders us from confessing our faith? I will mention only three. Number one is Love for sympathy. Love for sympathy. If you still want people to sympathize with you, 
and feel with you the way you are feeling you cannot confess your faith to eh? this is one of the greatest hindrances to confessing your faith the truth is that when you say by his stripes I am healed the devil most times does not just leave you sometimes he will come with symptoms and when he comes with symptoms he will be waiting for your confession I remember some years ago several years ago when I was still learning how to live in divine health I was still learning it then more than 15 years ago I was having symptoms very serious I was saying no by his stripes I am healed this cannot be I will open the Bible Isaiah 53 verse 4 I will read it the more I confess that scripture the more the symptoms was increasing the more they were increasing I was confessing every day the thing will keep on increasing hey so one day I just was like oh God it's like you are going to heal me now I was thinking in my mind so I knelt down to pray I wanted to ask God please I am having this sickness heal me the moment I knelt down to say the prayer I heard the voice of the Holy Ghost say don't say that prayer don't say it because when you say oh God heal me I am having this it means that you have believed that you are sick and you are not asking for healing but, but I have healed you by my stripes so the moment I heard that from the Holy Spirit the next thing that came out of my mouth is oh God don't ever let me ask you to heal me because you have healed me by the stripes of Jesus thank you for healing me I rose up I'm speaking under God that particular symptom disappeared that moment it left something that has lasted for years how did this thing work there is a spirit his name is called Satan he was waiting to hear what I will say in that prayer to hear whether I will say God heal me so that you say hey he has accepted that he's sick so let us now come in You know, you know how it is that you are feeling there's a way you feel you are feeling and you know you are just you just needed some kind of people to sympathize with you the kind of pain that you are passing through and you just you know you are now showing the pain and one brother will not come and say ah well it's like you are having headache the way you are doing your head say my brother my brother it is it has been you know for some time now I don't understand what is happening to my head. I have been saying by his I'm here though. But this man, I don't know. It's in that brochure, the tortoise. I don't know whether the thing is still or is there any other thing. Now, you see the problem. You are looking for what? For sympathy. And those of you that are wives, eh, that like, you know, the sympathy of your husband, you need to conquer that love for sympathy. Because you would like your husband to, to understand the way you are feeling. And the next thing is that you are going to confess it. And by the time you confess your feeling, leaving the word of God, then you are confessing a lie. I don't know where you are getting it. You must part, part ways with sympathy, sympathizing. 
I want, I want people to at least let them understand the way I'm feeling. The thing is disturbing me. You know? Especially, you know, sometimes you notice that the thing will be so severe. I remember one day, you know, it was as if my head was breaking into two. So I, 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 I needed to hold the head because I'm not sure that it will not break. So I just hold the head and sat down. And I was saying, let me shake the Bible to be sure that they have not claimed uh, by his stripes I am healed from the Bible. So I opened to Isaiah 53 verse 5. And I noticed that they have not removed it from the Bible. I said, oh, oh yeah, since this one has not been removed from the Bible, then this one that is in my head cannot be true. This one is the one that is truth. I believe it and I confess it. I was there within about three hours. The Holy Ghost gave me a kind of expo. He said, This thing will live in three hours. I took note of the time. Within three hours, it was gone. So, if you are a husband and you want your wife to understand that there is no money, that you have, you have spent so much, and as she is asking you for money, you want her to understand there is no money. And he said, It's like there's no money. You are confessing lack, and no, the spirit of no money will come upon you and cause more no money to begin to attack your life. When your wife is asking for money, don't look for sympathy. Tell her that there is money that God is going to provide. God is in charge. God will help you to to with sympathy in the name of Jesus Christ. That is one thing. Always trying to let people sympathize with you. It will make you to be confessing the situation and not the word of God. Another thing that can hinder you from confessing your faith is when you are looking for acceptance. Jesus never confesses that people are dead anytime he plans to raise them from the dead. Check the Bible. When he wanted to reach Jairus' daughter, he came to where they were weeping and crying. He said, why are you crying? The girl is not dead. She is sleeping. The Bible said they laughed him to scorn. Mark, Mark chapter 5, verse 39 to 42. They, they laughed him to scorn. Some of us that we don't like people to, like people to laugh at you like that. The truth is that if you are to be Jesus, that will be the last time you are going to confess that kind of thing. He said, people laughed him to scorn. Eh? That's unbelievers. Sometimes it will be your fellow believers. By the time you are confessing, you see them saying, eh, this one is trying to tell us that he's spiritual. He's spirit. He's trying to prove that he's, you know. Some people even say that it is proud to confess, pride to confess your sin. Um, to confess your your faith, no. you don't you don't you don't want maybe for people not to see you as different. You know you understand what I'm talking about. You know there are so many believers that that are not confessing their faith. So when you begin to confess your faith, they begin to see you as if you are you know. So the, if you are still looking for acceptance of men, you will not be operating in this realm. Jesus said he's sleeping. Do you know why Jesus said he's sleeping? 
Because if he says that the girl, the girl is dead, the girl will, die, will now die. The spirit of death will hang on that statement. But he wanted to raise the girl from the dead. And he didn't need to call, call, call somebody from the, you know, from the land of the dead back to the living. So he has to confess that the girl is sleeping. So that it will be easier for him to wake the person that is sleeping from sleep. Amen. Fear of persecution, sufferings, and death. This one will come, you know, when you are threatened, your Christian faith is threatened. And they say, Do you still believe in Christ? You know, the Apostles' Creed, the Apostles' Creed, the Nicene Creed that we normally read in the church. Eh? That is actually confession of faith. The confession of our our faith in Christ that our you know, fathers of faith composed. And those things we are composed in the days of severe persecution. They wanted to, you know, agree on what their faith is. I believe in God, the Father Almighty. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son. Who was who died and was buried and was rose on the dead. So those things that they are confessing, they are the things that that made made you a Christian. By the time your faith is challenged by suffering, and they arrested you because you believe in Christ, and they are trying to you know torture you or put you in prison and that kind of thing, or even kill you. If you are afraid of suffering persecution and death, you will you will not confess your faith at that point. That was why Jesus said, Do not be afraid of those who will kill only the body. And that, that's all they can do. He said, I tell you to be afraid of the one that after he finished killing the body, he will send the soul to hellfire. I say, I tell you, fear ye him. What are the practical ways of confessing our faith? I only have two here. Saturate your heart and life with the word of God. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Joshua 1 verse 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. This book of the law shall not depart from where? From where? From your mouth. That is to say, you will always talk about it. Anytime you want to talk, you must talk the book of the law. The book of the law will become your confession. How? By meditating on it day and night, what you are meditating on in your heart will eventually become what you are speaking out with your mouth. Colossians three sixteen said, "Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly." When the word of Christ is dwelling in you richly, when you open your mouth, you see yourself speaking to one another in psalms, in hymns, in spiritual songs. You are confessing. The word of God because the word of God has filled your heart. You must be deliberate to saturate your life, you must be deliberate to saturate your heart with the word of God by taking time always to read the Bible, to meditate on the word, to study the word, to meditate on what you are studying. To memorize the word to meditate 
on the world. As you do that, you will notice that your confession will begin to align with what is in your heart. But when you are not meditating on the word, you are not listening to the word of God, you are not filling your heart with the word of God, your confession will not be the word of God. The second practical way of confessing our faith, this one is very serious and I want us to take careful note of that. It is deliberately searching out scriptures that contain God's promises and truth over specific issues that concerns your life. Write them out. Compile them yourself. Write them out and begin to confess them every day. I say deliberately. This one is not anointing, carrying you to the Bible and putting your hand on the Bible. No. Confession of faith is a deliberate act. It's not an anointing move or falling down. You must be deliberate to go to the Bible to search out the promises of God concerning your health. Write them out. Compile them. Bring them out. And when you have brought them out, deliberately begin to confess them every day. The same thing with what God said concerning your protection. The same thing with what God said concerning your family members. With your prosperity. With your marriage. With your child bearing. With your longevity. You know, the word of God addressed every area. Every aspect of our life. There are promises of God. And there are truths that backs them up. You need to be deliberate about this. And what we are saying is that you don't need to wait till you are sick before you now say, hey, where is that scripture that says that uh, uh, he has taken away my sickness? You now start searching for it. You don't need to wait for that time. You are like a man that the war has come upon you and you are now looking for your, your gun. They will kill you there. While you are still healthy and strong, go and fortify yourself against the day of adversity. Because if you fight in the day of your adversity, then your strength is small. And the day of adversity must face you. It's compulsory for every man. Eh? So now that you are strong and healthy, go and write down all the scriptures that spoke about your your health and meditate on them and begin to confess them saturate your heart with them take time and compile scriptures that spoke about your prosperity as a Christian write them out compile them and begin to meditate on them one after the other begin to confess them on daily basis I am practicing what I am teaching you in my family, as we are doing morning devotion and night devotion, once we finish, there is always a confession of faith. What we are confessing presently is a compilation I did in the book of the epistles. I, I went through the epistles 
I, maybe I did not exhaust, exhaust all of them. But I, I want to co- compile what God said that I am in Christ. There are what God has said in His Word that you are in Christ. You must see yourself the way God is seeing you. You must believe what God says you are, that you are what God said that you are. You normally sing it as a song. One songwriter said, I am who God said I am. You know, it is a song that many of you will start jumping up and dancing. But you don't understand how she arrived at that. You don't begin to say, I am who God said. It's not by singing and speaking. Do you know what God said you are? Have you gone through the epistles? Have you gone through the scripture to see what God said you are in Christ? And maybe I should read out a sample of what I'm telling you. There are 20 of them I just compiled. Maybe I will still add to them uh, more. Uh, we call it daily confession of faith. Number one said, I am a new creature created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God has ordained that I should work in them. You see that in 2 Corinthians 5.17. And Ephesians 2 verse 10. Verse number 2. I am justified freely by God's grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Romans 3 24. Because I am in Christ, there is no condemnation for me. And there is nothing or no one that can ever separate me from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Romans 8 verse 2 and verse 39. The Lord of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So I am free now. Romans chapter 8 verse 2. It is because of what God has done that I am in Christ Jesus. And Christ has become my wisdom, my righteousness, my sanctification, and my redemption. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 30. I will always triumph in Christ Jesus by God. I will make my manifest the savour of his knowledge in every place. Second Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. I have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21. Christ has redeemed me from the cause of sickness and poverty that I may be a partaker of the blessings of Abraham. Which world is one of them? Galatians chapter 3 13 and 14. I am a child of God by my faith in Christ Jesus. Galatians chapter 3 verse 26. I am so blessed by God with every blessing, every blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. God has chosen me in Christ before the foundation of the world that I should be holy and blameless before him in love. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4. I have redemption in Christ through his blood, which is the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. Having died with Christ, God has raised me up with him and made me sit together with him in the heavenly places, far above all principalities and powers. So where I am now, seated with Christ, the devil cannot come. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6. I am a partaker of all God's promises in Christ Jesus by the gospel. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 6. 
I am the circumcision which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus having no confidence in the flesh Philippians chapter 3 verse 3 I am complete in Christ who is the head of all principalities and powers Colossians 2 verse 10 God has saved me and called me a holy calling that is not according to works but according to his own purpose and grace which was given me in Christ Jesus before the world began 2 Timothy 2 verse 9 I am strong in the faith that is in Christ Jesus 2 Timothy 2 verse 1 I am born of God and because the seed of God abides in me I cannot commit sin 1 John chapter 3 verse 9 I have been given the power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy and nothing, I mean nothing shall by any means harm me that is Luke chapter 10 verse 19 this is my own compilation I will continue to do that I want to you know, challenge and encourage you to go to the Bible are you, maybe things are difficult for you now, how to come out of it is go to the Bible and search for the scriptures that talked about God's blessings and prosperity around your life are you maybe having delay delay in childbearing or delay in marriage or maybe you are looking for a male child there are scriptures that has to do with God giving you both a female child and a male child Jeremiah 29 verse 6 is one of them there are scriptures that God has spoken for everything go and compile them and begin to confess them after you finish meditating over them as you are confessing them you will see them coming to pass in your life and finally get back to where we started I want to conclude Hebrews chapter 10 verse 23 Hebrews chapter 10 verse 23 let us Hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he he is faithful that promised. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Let us hold fast. Brothers and sisters, we must hold fast. There are things that are trying to cause this confession to stop in your mouth. Don't allow it. Hold it fast. If you read it with amplified, say, let us hold it tightly. Don't allow anything around your life, any situation to make you to lose the profession of your faith ways with sympathy pathways with acceptance with men pathways with fear and begin to confess hold the confession of your faith there is nothing that can be more authentic than the word of God eh? sometimes somebody is sick and then you say ah, let us go and buy malaria let me tell you sometimes you think that malaria drug is more authentic than the word of God that's why you, you have more confidence there. 
He said, For he that promise is what? Is faithful. Hold it fast. Hold it tight. Don't let anything be- become a fear that will make you lose confidence in he that promised. Somebody promised. The promise he made. He said, I will take sickness away from you as you are serving me. He promised it. He is faithful. He watches over his word to bring it to pass. Bow your head or rise on your feet if you prefer that and let us pray. I want to first of all to begin to repent on all the negative confessions that you have used to cause troubles in your life. You can see that your mouth is your problem. It is not that God is not faithful. It is not that the word of God is not true. But your confession is the problem. You need to start this evening by saying, God, I am sorry. I have not confessed your word. I have confessed my dreams. I have believed my my dreams more than your word. I have confessed my feelings. I have believed my feelings more than your word. Psalm 138 verse 2 said, He has lifted up his word above his name. Do you know that that the word of God is God and you are comparing it with dream or prophecy that is against it. You are comparing the authenticity of the word of God, the integrity of the word of God with a mere situation around your life. Oh my God. Say Lord, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for confessing that I don't have money. Eh? You talk it, you laugh. You don't know that you are engaging yourself more and more into Oru to finish you up. If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you shall be saved. You shall be saved from what is happening in this generation. You will not be swallowed by what is happening in Nigeria. If you will believe in your heart and confess differently, stop confessing what other people are confessing. Confess the word of God. Stop confessing the situation of the th- of things around. Confess the word of God. Why will you confess the word of God? Because the word of God is God. The word of God is truth. The word of God is authentic. The word of God is the is is the real thing. Is the in thing. Don't confess the facts. Don't confess the lab test or lab results. Confess the word. Don't confess scientific analysis. Don't confess stock stock uh, exchange market analysis. Don't confess dollar and naira rising and falling. 
don't confess the economy of Nigeria. Don't confess the wickedness of men in Nigeria. Confess the word of God. Confess what God has said concerning Nigeria. La Raba Shanda Laba Sanda. Can you begin to part ways with sympathy? Say sympathy. I am parting ways with you. I'm not looking for any man's sympathy anymore. If you if you tell them what how you are feeling and what is going on in your body, the truth is that they will sympathize with you. Eh? They will show you some sympathy, but how else will they help you? How else will they help you to come out of what they have sympathized with you? Stop looking for men's sympathy. Look for God's solution. Hang on on the world. Hang on with the world. Refuse to acknowledge the, the feeling. Refuse to confess the feeling. No, confess the world. Let the word be your confession. If God says you are healed, you are healed. If God says He has taken away your pain, it is true. Pain must leave because pain has been taken away. Pain has been taken away, so He cannot be here. Isaiah 53 verse 4 says He has taken away our pains. With sympathy tonight, decide to be different, even if people will begin to see you somehow. Either they begin to call you names that you are superior, or you are uh, they begin to feel that you are proud. No, don't yield to that. We are on a serious journey tonight. I don't know whether you are praying this prayer with all your heart. Your mouth is your problem. The poverty level around your life now is the confession you, you, you made yesterday. If you will come out of this poverty, out of this situation, he is going to be determined by your confession now and from now. The sickness in your body has been there because of your confession. Confess the word. Stop confessing your feelings. Stop looking for sympathy. Husband, so that your wife will sympathize with you that there is no money or that you have made a lot of expenses. Confess that you are rich. We are wealthy. The Bible says that for our sake, Jesus became first so that we will become rich. Confess that you are rich. Because somebody has become first so that you will become rich. Take this matter serious tonight. It's not an excitement issue. Deal with it. Deal with your tongues. Say to God, my tongue will no longer tell lies. My tongue will tell your, your word. My tongue will confess your word. The word of God is truth. Hold fast the procession of your faith. Don't waver. Don't shake. Because he that promised us is faithful. 
He will do it. He will say it. He will say it. It is true. Nothing can be more true than it. Stand on the word of God. Because say you are going to school, you are going to school. Don't confess that there is no school fees. You are going to school. Confess you are going to school. Say it. It will happen. You shall have whatsoever you say. I believe the world. You must be very great. Can you make a commitment now? To deliberately give yourself to, to the word of God. To searching the world. To compiling the word of God. The devil will not allow you to be this I'm telling you, the devil will keep telling you, postpone it tomorrow. Procrastinate it next tomorrow. Somebody should tonight say, I am compiling down the scriptures that is talking about divine healing and health. Because I will, I will give myself to meditation. I will not sleep tonight until my heart has become saturated with the word of God. Confessing the word. Confessing the word. Not your feeling of situation. Before your face is black, confess that you are confessed. God is your shepherd, you shall not work. Don't confess your fears. Don't say my fear about this matter is that this one will happen. Don't say I doubt. Don't confess your doubt. Confess the word. As I did, I took time to compile what God said that I am in Christ. Go and compile your own. Do it yourself. Do it yourself. Don't copy the one that another person did. Go to the Bible and search. Search it for yourself. And do it. It will help your life. Thank you, Jesus. Let with mouth confession is made unto salvation. With mouth confession is made unto prosperity. With mouth confession is made unto provision. With mouth confession is made unto protection. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Finally, I would like you to take this last prayer serious before I pray for you. Very serious. Jesus said, Whosoever, whosoever, including you, whosoever, that shall say to this mountain, not pray to this mountain. 
you have been spraying to mountains before now. From now, you have to say, Oh God, I will no longer pray to you concerning mountains. I will say to mountains, Get away from my body, get away from my family, get away from the body of my child. Your mountain, go away from this, this body. You are not supposed to be here. Command that mountain in your family to leave. The Bible says you shall have whatsoever you say it. Can you begin to say, what do you want to have? Say it now. What do you want to have in your body? Do you want to have sickness in your body? Say it. Say, I want to have sickness. Do you want to have uh, poverty in your life? Say, I want to have poverty. Do you want to have a setback in your education? Say, I want to have setback. Do you want to spend extra year in the university? Say, I want to spend extra year. Do you want to have delay in your business? Do you want to have uh, whatever you want to have? Say, you will have whatsoever you say. Do you want to your business will grow even in, in COVID-19 pandemic time. Say it now. He shall have whatsoever he says. Don't stop saying it because you will have it. Whatever you are, you say is what you will have. Continue to say it. Say it. Say this is what will happen in my family. This is what will happen concerning my children. This is what will happen concerning my marriage. This is what will happen concerning my my business. This is what will happen concerning my my, my health. I say it. I say it. I will have it. Jesus said, "You shall have the soul that you say." Speak to the mountain in your family. Go, go, you mountain, go. Be careful to the sea. Alebo shanda, wendelebo shanda, rabasundo labashanda. Wendelebo shanda, rabasanda. Wendelebo shanda, rabasundo labashanda, rabasanda. I shall have whatever I say. Whatever I say, I am having it. Says Jesus. No doubt. No doubt in my heart. No doubt in my spirit. No doubt. Thank you, Jesus. I believe. Yes, Lord, I believe. Yes, Lord, I believe. It is well with me. It is well with me. I believe. Yes, Lord, I believe. Yes, Lord, I believe. It is well with me. It is well with me. I believe. Yes, Lord, I believe. Yes, Lord.
has become our safety that has become our prosperity that has become our health that has become our salvation that has become our 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 shield our refuge ah! thank you lord i pray for everyone tonight that has listened to your word that from now forward no more negative confession in their mouth in the name of Jesus. Amen. They will confess their faith by confessing your word. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Help them always to confess your word. Amen. And to live according to that confession. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Please, tonight, I want you don't stop here. Continue confessing as we you uh, we, we finish this meeting just continue you can do a lot of exercises spiritual exercises tonight on confession of faith you can do more don't stop don't stop saying it continue to talk it it is what you say that you will have and the more you say it the more it is becoming real and the more you will have it god bless you if you make mistake if you make mistake and confess something negative don't kill yourself just say I'm sorry Lord forgive me I withdraw my word and return back to the positive confession God bless you as you practice this in Jesus name thank you for listening to moment of encounter tonight we trust God that you have been blessed by today's message a quick reminder that this message is brought to you by Calvary Way Revival Labels Enugu, Nigeria just as it was said in the beginning of the broadcast for those that have questions, testimonies or comments 
once again the email to send these questions to is calvaryrevivallabels at gmail.com I repeat calvaryrevivallabels at gmail.com your questions, your testimonies and comments will be attended to for further information on our programs other messages, especially messages from the series on understanding the overcoming faith, uh, they will be of great blessings to you. Do well to visit our website, which is www.calvarywayonline.org. www.calvarywayonline.org. Or you could also like our Facebook and Telegram pages at Calvaryway Reviver. Labels. We'll be back same time next week on the same channel. Until then, endeavor to put into practice the word that you have heard today. May the Almighty God preserve and keep you in these evil days. Amen. We sincerely apologize even as we close for the uh, hitches and the breaking transmission during the broadcast. Our technical team will look into it appropriately. And subsequently, these issues will be rectified, God being our help. Take care once again, and good night.